Hey everybody, welcome back to episode 78 of It's Not the Worst Movie Ever podcast. We're bringing you this episode on May the 16th, 2022. Uh, as uh, always, we always like to uh, issue a spoiler alert mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, before we talk about these movies. I am your host, Lee Paddock, and my co-host, Sterling Hammer. And, uh, yeah, today we're going to talk about a very special film. Mm-hmm. Um, one that uh, had a lot of surprises for both of us tonight, even <coughs> though I've seen this film a few times already. Set uh, the scene, everybody. If everyone remembers last week's film, oh, oh, was oh. That's My Boy, and how we got a good old man response from Lee from that. <laughs> And Lee, quite the moment it. that film finished, was like, I know exactly what I'm showing you. I'm going <laughs> to give you nightmares for the next three months. And then... And then it, it tanked. <laughs> my, my whole idea just blew up right in my face. As he looks over, just sees me looking at the movie like... She's got balls on her face. <laughs> <laughs> and Lee's just like... It's supposed to be really weird and creepy. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I guess, but there's dirt piles everywhere. <laughs> Which I can't believe it. I didn't even notice. <laughs> like the two times I've se- or three times I've seen this movie. Actually. Lee did not expect me to be able to get on this roller coaster. Let me say I wrote it. I I'm shocked to say the least. I don't even think I've said what title what the title of the movie that we're talking about is. Uh we watched David Lynch's Eraserhead, his uh, his very first film. Welcome to another Tarantino-style series yes. coming from Lee. Which I, I honestly, I didn't really intend, but, uh, I mean, I was going to show you his movies anyways, but I, I, was, I wasn't intending on, like, going in order. It just worked out. I was actually way. kind of, you know, you know, I was like, do I really want to show him Eraserhead? Because, I mean, it's, <laughs> it is what it is, and we'll, we'll get into it. As best as we can, we'll try to explain this this experience. I it would is say. weird. Um, but yeah, um, I was gonna show you because I'm I, I am a fan of David Lynch. I really love. I'm really interested in his work. I haven't seen all of his films. You yet. have to catch up. There's the one movie of his that I absolutely hate. Well, there's a uh, Tarantino movie you hate too. So yeah, exactly right. It's not like I gotta see them all. Yeah, it's called. Uh, for those wondering, it's uh, some people might actually be pretty upset with me about this. Mulholland Drive. I hate that movie so much. I'm not really gonna get it. into it right now. But I never heard of a Razorhead. Well, yeah, you probably haven't really. You probably don't really know who David Lynch is. I was honestly thinking Hellraiser. Really? I don't know why. Because Pinhead. Yeah, the main uh, villain. I just thought of that head, movie. right? I was like, oh, a razor head. It must be kind of like something like that. <laughs> no, this is a uh, much different so, like, from Hellraiser. Have you ever seen Hellraiser? Bits and pieces over the years. No. Well, uh, <laughs> I know, I know. I'll see that one. It's a favorite of mine. This one was just. It's funny. Like I looked it up, and it's like because I had to read the wiki after watching the movie because it is a really weird, confusing movie. Yeah. Um, and like, we'll try to explain it as best like, we can. 
I saw what Lee was going for, but what Lee didn't anticipate was the fact that I've watched a lot. I mean, he knew this, obviously. We've known each other forever, but I watch a lot of YouTube. Yes. And I watch a lot of YouTubers who play like horror games. And this felt like the style of like this could be like the story of a horror game. Like, because a lot of the horror mm. games that people play or make nowadays are just complete craziest nonsense because that's some of the scariest thing is when you're just like i have no control and you're flashing from scene to scene and yeah, there's no real really plot real yeah real surreal um so i've seen tons of it and just like when and, and then also i have this thing when anything kind of looks like old i just don't get as scared of it and i'm not much of a i'm a jump scare guy i get i any kind of jump scare. Yeah, you put a jump scare <laughs> In the middle of a Will Ferrell comedy, and I'll get, I'll fucking scream. But like, if it's like, like atmosphere horror, and like this, psychological, it doesn't really work on me. Okay. Unless it's really intertwined with really fucked up, then it's gonna work. But this was like fucked up, but not really. I'm wow. I mean, the baby. There were some like weird, like people were weird, but then also, like I said, like I was fine with the mindset of like, oh, this is humanity's dying breath. This is right, what humanity yeah. looked like to me. This is what I imagine. Like in this movie, when I was watching, I imagine this is what humanity looks like after like the nuclear war. And there's like still some semblance of government, but it's about to go tribal and completely die. Yeah. Everything's falling apart. Yeah. Yeah. This, this is the couple years before Mad Max. <laughs> I, I don't even think that. I think everybody, you know, just society just. Yeah, you know, pretty much collapses. Yeah, and every, yeah. I guess you're right. <laughs> David Lynch, Mad Max. That would be interesting. Here's something that you, uh, you might find pretty interesting. Um, he uh, was one of the original directors that was considered for Return of the Jedi. It would have been terrible. <laughs> it would have been probably like Dune, which God would have been. <laughs> We're gonna watch that one day, everybody. Yeah, because I really Lee like that movie. But even Lee can admit, I think, it's that flawed. he would have retur- made Return of the Jedi a pile of fart, fart, garbage, art, poop. And it would have been more interesting. Be... Oh, but you know for a fact it would have been liked. I get that you and the other ten would have liked it. <laughs> but sometimes you got to take fr- a hit. Uh, it would have really like... killed the franchise. Yeah, it would have. It would have just doomed it to nothingness because people were like, it really ended badly. Where it just ends, where like he would have made it end with Luke becoming evil or some shit. <laughs> yeah, because he really, yeah. When you watch Dune, like you can, he would want to piss the off the fans better than the heroes. Yeah, and he would have want to piss the fans off. <coughs> or oh. it would have been really subpar because the studio would have been like, no, there's no. A, <laughs> there's a funny story that he told about actually meeting George Lucas. Um, George Lucas, get the fuck out of my office. <laughs> No, they went out to lunch together, and they went. <laughs> it's funny. He said, like he, he took me to a place that, that only serves salad. <laughs> <laughs> Boo. <laughs> He's like, I don't really dislike salad, but I just couldn't really <laughs> fathom it. Uh, and then, when, <laughs> when George Lucas, I think, brought out like a sketch of what a Wookiee looks like. <laughs> He started getting like a migraine headache, and he's like, "I have to leave." <laughs> and he's just like, "No, I'm not gonna do Star Wars." 
But then somehow he got talked into doing Dune. Because Return of the Jedi was a huge hit. He's like, I should have done Star Wars. <laughs> yeah. And I could have made a lot of money. <laughs> and yeah, Dune was sort of supposed to kind of be like a like Star Wars ripoff. Jizz. But I kind of like it. But then the new one saved it. Woo! Yes, I do like the newer. Yes. We're not going to talk about Dune right now. We haven't even been talking about this movie. We haven't even really explained what the story is. Lee did quotation marks in that. Yes. For you audio listeners. <laughs> yes, of course. Um, yeah, that's the thing. Like, that's what Lee thought. W- that's what Lee thought would get me was the fact that there was a story, and that I wouldn't like the story. But I immediately was like, "There's no story. I don't believe there is a story." Because literally, it's just. I think there's a loose sort of theme that kind of connects. None Some of it of ever. It. None of it gets resolved. None of well, it gets. Of course not. The the woman just that disappears. There aren't, like, themes or anything. It's I not get it, but it's just. Anything. No, I, it basically I, means it doesn't mean nothing. But all right. Just be well. The ending. I think this is a very interpretive movie. There's a lot of things that you sort of have to kind of. Sort of fill in, on your own. He kind of wants you to really just think about it like the ending which we'll get to or the scene where his head explodes off and they make erasers out of it that okay well let's uh let's quickly explain what this movie is sort of about <laughs> it's about a man whose name is not Eraserhead uh weirdly enough i guess yeah, nobody probably. ever says that Nobody ever says the word eraser or head. No, they do. The well, there's a scene where they make, like, pencils. Yeah, and he says eraser head. Oh, yeah, he does. He's like, yeah, you got eraser head. Right. It's the only time they say it. <laughs> and that's where the title comes from. Yeah, like, what? I don't, yeah, that part. Sort of go. I think goes. I feel like he's like. I want to call it a razor head, but I really. He's like. I don't want people to think it's because his hair looks like a razor. (laughs) Even though that's totally kind of. That's why everyone thinks it's called a razor head because his head literally look. He looked like a pencil. (laughs) And yeah, yeah. That's why he makes perfect pencils, which is like that's not how you make pencils. That's not how you make erasers. But okay. (laughs) In this, you know, fucked up post-apocalypse. You drill a. Two like a tube into someone's head and like take out a string of their flesh and bone and everything and put it in a machine and it makes erasers <laughs> like a lot of them just a little tube the guy and some weird like mafia guy runs it and it's okay the, yeah the, it's the only kid we see in the whole movie that isn't some like all oh, right yeah not a mutant and then it's over well I have. That's not everything. <laughs> that scene. Well, yeah, that's. Well, I, we'll we'll talk more in detail about that. Okay. So yeah, the basic like loose framework that this movie kind of works on is that it's about a man whose name is Henry Spencer, who lives in this in strange industrial hellhole where there's just dirt and ash. And steam everywhere. I read it's Pittsburgh. It yep. It's yeah, because I think that's where David Lynch grew up. Um, 
It's very. It was. <laughs> yeah, Pennsylvania is pretty rough. I think it's a dump now. <laughs> I didn't say that. He did. For those who are probably who those West who might be listening life. in Philadelphia, West Coast for life. Then move out to California. You know it's better. I have family out in Philadelphia. You know they should move out to California. It's better. Your state's dying. <laughs> Uh, yeah, even back then, even in 1977 when this movie came out. Turn all those steel factories into pot farms and, like, shared, share crops. <laughs> uh, you're all going to be dressing like Charlie Chaplin soon, mm-hmm. like the character mm-hmm. in this movie. You're going to be all hipsters. Uh, so yeah, he, uh, he's this, uh, he's, he works in one of these, like, weird factories, and he's, he keeps saying throughout the movie that he's on vacation. He's on, you know, I'm on vacation. Whatever that means. <laughs> I think he might have been fired, or he might never have had a job. Or it's mandatory time off. Who knows? Um, but he uh, apparently is having relationship proble- uh, problems. Um when he's invited over to his fiance's family's house for dinner in what may be the most amazing dinner scene in any movie. Um, definitely my favorite scene. Very weird. Um, but we find out during this whole endeavor that, uh, well, one, uh, Henry's girlfriend like kind of hates him. She, like, hates him, but she also seems like she likes him, but then it, like... She's she's definitely crazy. And also really, like, weird and unstable, but then so is everybody in that whole family, and probably in this whole world. The <laughs> mom's, like, insanely horny. Yeah, she gets... And got, have bouts of horniness. Yeah, she comes on to uh, Henry. She, yeah, she starts making out, licking his neck. She fucking comes at the fucking table. Oh, yeah, she just... Yeah, that's While the such dad a just sits scene. there. She's like, she'll be okay. <laughs> and, and then, and yeah, she comes and then screams and runs away. There's some lady that's just kind of rotting in the kitchen. Her mother. Smoking but cigarettes. But I think that's kind of a, that's kind of a cute scene where, uh, you know, she helps her. I don't Helps the old cute. lady toss the salad. I don't think it's very cute. Okay. I think it was creepy it's and a, weird and sad. It's uh, sad. But I think it's a moment. Weird it's little a, chickens that move. <laughs> little uh, man-made chickens, but they're new. And they move around and like they're they still alive. Sp- squirt out blood. Yeah, they're still alive somehow. <laughs> uh, it's it's fantastic. I really like the dad. Where he'll say a line and then just kind of stare at something for the rest of the scene. <laughs> no, he like he was the only one who like even though he was weird, he seemed like strangely like the most like normal because he had a job. Yeah, and he like he, he his whole thing is like putting vents or like pipes. Pipes. He's like, you think the, all these pipes just come from nowhere? <laughs> and he's just pumping like steam in, into their yeah, home. Just like, who knows what the fuck the pipes are doing? And there's this dog who just had puppies and like nighty puppies, and they're just making all this noise the whole fucking time. <laughs> the dog, the like, yeah, the mother dog's like crying. <laughs> yeah, there's no. He doesn't. This, David Lynch doesn't really like quiet any of the sounds down. Well, that's the thing. He he's the sound designer. He wants for this all film. the sounds. He wants you to hear the nipple sucking. He's an ASMRist. 
Yeah. This movie's just like a giant YouTube video. I think that's that's wow. That's an interesting analogy. But that's what I really like about this movie is that that sound design. You know, that you can hear like that constant industrial like drone. Like I said, if this movie had been half an hour longer, I would have hated it with <laughs> my soul. As is, it was okay. That's strange. That's so that's the strangest thing of all. In this really weird, weird experience. The fact that I didn't hate it. Uh, yeah, so what we find out, though, the big thing that we find out during the dinner scene is that his fiance is pregnant. Um, or no, she gave birth already. Oh, yes, and uh, it's premature, know. but they're not sure if it even is a baby. Why didn't they just, like, throw it in the dumpster immediately? Because, I don't oh, know. Also, like, if you know the ending, we already told you spoiler and all that. Why wasn't it born with all its organs falling out and born dead? Born dying? Did they wrap it up, like, immediately? It might have, like, fallen apart as soon as they took it out. Of it the had room, no and skin. And they had to immediately, like, It had no it skin. <laughs> no, and there's a lot of speculation. That's why it was a constant pain. There's a lot of speculation on what <laughs> this uh, this creature is this uh, I think it's this aliens. puppet. <laughs> no, what like what the actual like prop is? Oh, some people say like he like he like animated like a dead rabbit, like a skinned dead rabbit. Eh, it's too big. I mean, he's never like he's never actually revealed like what it he actually put a, is. Human eyeballs. It had like human eyeballs. It's like it's and really being impressive. black and white probably saved it a lot. Too. I don't know. I think it's. I think if it was it color, look, you'd be like, "Oh, look, it's made out of wax." It looked really slimy. Okay, that's because black and white made that shit covered up. That girl with the ball cheeks looked cheesy in black and white, and would have looked hella cheesy in <laughs> color. I'm saying the black and whiteness helped. I don't helped think they're the balls. the budget on this movie. Which I, th- I mean is perfectly great. Like it, it worked well. It succeeded. Right. It made the thing look gross. I'm not disagreeing with you. The thing looked gross and it looked well and all that shit. I just say like I think it would have looked really fake in color. I don't know. We would have to because you'd be able to see what it was actually made out of. Like when it was slimy and everything, it was just like oh, it would look weird. When it went all pimply, it looked more fake. Really. Yeah, when it was slimy and just kind of like, it's not bubble. You are sick. <laughs> yeah, then it looked more fake because it wasn't so slimy then. It was just covered in pimples. I don't know. I I just like I think it's it was a gross, really- but like it just did affect me the way you th- like I think it affected you. I was just like ew, kill ew. it. Ew. I was just from the beginning kill it. And kill that's it. What- kill it. That's the thing. I think the the baby is like at first like I kind of like laughed at it <laughs> because it was so fucked up when I first saw it. But then like as the movie goes on, like I really like I feel sorry for it. It's just Yeah, I would have taken it to the roof and then I would have walked up to the roof and I would have dropped it. It's life is just constant just pain. Drop it off the side of the roof. Just put it I know. It's like I don't know why they didn't put it out of its misery. Like what the fuck? It's, it's just gross. so sad. Yeah, just and then when he finally killing. kills it, 
It's like in the most brutal way possible. Yeah, he just stabs it once after taking all of its like wrapping off. And it just falls apart. (laughs) And then it just turns giant and like mind fucks him. Yeah, and then then maybe he dies. And and that's him like going into heaven. Because remember, the the lady in the radiator (laughs) has that song in in heaven. But like, why? Why did killing it. Like kill him. Well, maybe, maybe it, it didn't kill him. Maybe it's like a, maybe he went insane at that point. And then there's that like lady, the hot neighbor from across this, like the way. Mm-hmm. That's like, what's her story? Like, there's one point she's like walking in from the rain and it just looked like she got a train rain on her. And she's like, she. And you can tell that she's kind of like the, you know, the local town dump, the harlot. Yeah, it's just like. <laughs> the she, <laughs> did you just say she's <laughs> the town dump? <laughs> <laughs> so it kind of seems like <laughs> it feels like the society's collapsing, and they're just trying to keep some semblance of it. Hey, man, you know people still get horny. Yeah, but then they just have sex in pools of milk, and I know <laughs> it's just like what and sperm is giant tube worm monsters. Yeah. The thing she's stepping on when she's doing her little like, oh yeah, when she's like tap um, dancing. Those are all little mer- versions of the baby. Mm-hmm. So that yep. means his sperm is little versions of the baby. That means his sperm is infected then. But then, like, yes. what's his dick look like if that shit's coming out of it? <laughs> I don't want to know. Floppy and floopy. Ugh. Just like when a breeze comes through, it's just. A <laughs> this is like I'm sure this is exactly what David Lynch intended people to interpret from his movie. Well, if he didn't want it, he could have made it have a plot. Well, I mean, again, like that's sort of the loose framework is him like dealing with because his child. Yeah, the late the mom is like there fatherhood. like two days, and then she goes insane from not sleeping, and then she comes back and gets nearly raped again by his sperm. And then we never see her again. I think, yeah, there's more footage. He's like pulling it out of her. cut from this movie. In the movie. Yeah, I remember that. It was gross. That was one of the more gross things, scenes. And he's throwing it against the wall and they're just... Yeah, in slow motion. They're like popping. I like that. That's, and there's that weird really little good. worm thing bing, 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 that he just buys from somewhere. <laughs> yeah. I just I love that scene where he like opens up the little doors like really dramatically and he just kind of like stares he stares into the darkness for a second which ultimately just leads to a giant dirt pile because everything in this world is just a giant dirt pile there's just dirt everywhere yeah he I'm like clean up your place (laughs) (laughs) little dirt piles in his room which I think now that I think about it I'm it's weird that I never really noticed it before but I really I think it has some Maybe something to do with him wanting to, I guess, try to bring, like, life into the world and nurture something. Maybe something that might be a little It's all dead. But, yeah, like, because you see that one, there's one pile. It's all dead grass and dead dirt and dead trees. There's one, yeah, one pile that has, like, a little (laughs) dead tree in it. I think it's just more showing that it's, like, chaos and just the society the, falling the apart. decay this, of everything the decay and the fact that you don't notice it i think is just 
Well, we know what your room looks like. <laughs> Lee could have piles of dirt in his room. We'd be like, what? Where did those two piles of dirt come from? <laughs> wow, you're making me really I'm just seem kidding. Like a... Lee's a very clean person. He looks fresh and showered right now with his little youth haircut. And he's just a real Johnny Bravo. Thanks. Lee is a racer head. <laughs> in Lee's head. No. <laughs> no. But I probably could grow my hair like he did. Although he had, you know what the funny, you know, the, one of the funny things is? This movie was like shot over a period of five years. Why? Because funding issues here and there, because um, this movie was made during the time that uh, David Lynch was a student at uh, the American Film Institute. Oh, so that's why it also felt like a student film. Yeah. But I still think, you know, for a student film, it's pretty impressive. Yeah. And it was a, weirdly enough, it was a box office hit. Because it cost like a nickel. Yeah, and I'll explain that in just a second. But, yeah, so, you know, he kept kind of losing funding. Ameri- the Film Institute was kind of like, mm, we don't really like what you're doing. So he had to kind of get funding, like, from other sources. Mm-hmm. Some of his friends put up money. Uh, I think there was some, like, filmmak- other filmmakers that helped him out. Um, there was one <laughs> executive, I think, that they screened part of the movie for. And he walked out. <laughs> He's like, "It's fucking bullshit." Yep. But <laughs> <laughs> well, yet you didn't. <laughs> um. But. <laughs> um. Yeah. So, and I think there was like other things like him. Yeah. It just. I think it was all just had to do with funding. And because of that, the main actor had to keep that haircut <laughs> for five years. What commitment? Well, I'd been like, dude, I want to do other roles. Nah, he he was just David Lynch's friend. Oh, I guess so. It's not like he had to act crazy well in this movie. He just had to be kind of weird. He isn't. He does he uh, go on to be in David Lynch's other, some of his other films. He's on Twin Peaks, which is one of my favorite things ever. It's a TV show. I can't show you the movie that is like. The like prequel movie though, because you would not understand it. At all. <laughs> I'm like, What's I don't want to. I don't want to have to answer the. Who's that? What is doing that? I'm just like, just watch the show. No. <laughs> yeah, what I gotta watch a whole fucking show to watch your movie? <laughs> like, I'll do that to you, dude, motherfucker. <laughs> so yeah, um, yeah, it's it yeah it's pretty in- impressive that he. He did that. He did commit to it. His wife, I believe, was like the main like production assistant who would eventually go on to actually be in Twin Peaks as well. She's the log lady. Who's that? <laughs> <laughs> See? That's all right. Yeah. I'm never showing you that movie unless I get really, really mad at you. Because <laughs> really, really you'll hate. Because I know you'll hate that. Movie. That's my boy too. You're like, wait, there's a sequel. I'm like, yep. There, like, there can't be. How? No. It's a gender swap version. Like, oh! oh my god! Just to make it worse. 
<laughs> yeah, even worse. Ooh, leave it a minute. Nice. Um, <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. Uh, just kidding. Why are we talking PC. about that's my boy? That's a great movie. It's not. I want to ask you about like. Was it? Was how it? was your thoughts going into this movie? About to show me this movie, like after that's my boy. Like, were you just like, <laughs> I have the perfect attack? <laughs> like, mm, no, because because you decided to show me a razorhead as soon as the movie ended. I I thought there was maybe like I don't know like a three percent chance you would actually sort of enjoy it. And I was like, no, it's not gonna happen though. He's you gonna, thought I was going to have a That's My Boy reaction. I, I thought you were going to hate it. I really did. Because this just doesn't seem like the kind of thing that you would be okay with. I think it's because you set it up so much. I just turned myself off for this movie. God damn it. And was just like, let's go that. on the trip. Ooh, the David Lynch ride. Ooh, just, oh, then nothing's going to make sense. Like, okay. <laughs> Don't I was like, don't invest myself with anybody that I see. Just take it scene by scene. And yeah. I was okay with the long, like, like just scenes of, like, a pipe for 15 minutes. <laughs> because I was like, oh, it's just more time where there's nothing weird or creepy is going to happen. <laughs> like, when, he's, when they're, like, zooming in on, like, inside, like, that. Oh, yeah, remember when the worm, like, grows... Yeah, that took like, forever, but I just kept going like, it's getting bigger, it's a poop, it's a turd. <laughs> <laughs> That's another way, it just, I just kept making fun of the movie. Because also just, it's like with, uh, um, it was like this with, what's it called? Um, the Exorcist, like the scariest movie of all time. Make, our generations pee their pants and sleep by their parents. And I just like laughed and was like, this movie's not even scary. Except for the one time where it's like, boo! And it's like, oh, that got me. <laughs> like, oh like, my God. And, they, uh, it just, and there was no jump scares in this movie, except for maybe in the end, kind of. Well, I mean, I don't think this movie is just a pure horror movie. They didn't really have jump scares yet. Yeah. I don't like jump scares. I don't either. I'm just saying what works on me. It's just startling, though. It's not, yeah, it's not fun being startled. Especially okay. when you're being creeped out. Okay. I just don't like being startled, sir. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. I, I I can't say I liked the movie, but I didn't hate it. It was just a movie. It is a film, and it was like like it was it's only an, an hour and a half, which I enjoyed. I could get, like it was just like it didn't feel long. But That's I like I said, I if it like had been a half approach. an hour longer, or even fifteen minutes longer, that noise would have got to me, give me a headache. And I would have hated it. Me, t- I, honestly, I don't think I would like it as much. Like another half hour. What? It also think like what else could he fill a half hour with? Just more shots of like the worm going out of tubes, or just more weird things. They would have just made all the scenes that were long longer. I think. Leverman. I think one of the scenes. Oh yeah, the man inside the planet is what that character yeah. is called. He's watching. And that's over where those creatures come from. It's like, what? <laughs> that it maybe that's where Henry's from. Maybe that's how he was born. <laughs> I, the, I mean, this movie. 
it's an experience. Um, it's it may not be like yeah, like the most coherent, you know, it's like terrifically written narrative. I mean, there is no narrative. I will say that. Um, but I mean, it's it's different, and it's uh, to me, it doesn't feel pretentious uh. the way that other like art movies do. I think you know because David Lynch is a genuine weirdo. Yeah, like he when you see him in like it, th- his interviews are so funny, and he talks like this. <laughs> He just doesn't give a fuck. He does not give a fuck. And he does not explain his movie. He doesn't explain anything about his movies. Um he doesn't like yeah, he doesn't like explaining what they're about. He wants you to kind of interpret it cuz he's also like a painter. So he has like that artist mentality already. Yeah. Uh and he's also a musician. He did the some of the music in this movie. But I don't really know like Some of what? the noise. A lot while well, he did the sound design. Yeah, I don't know if I would call any of this music. It's it's all noise. But it's set for he's com- he's credited as one of the composers. And then you have uh, I think like the pianist uh, Fats Waller. They're playing his music. The that like creepy organ music. Um. I mean, yeah, it's just. And this is like I don't know. A lot of this, the images is really stuck with me. You know, like the the baby, the <laughs> those chick, the little chickens, Ugh. um, the lady in the radiator. Well, Lee, I think because it's much more interesting than mine. I think it's time. I think it's time for questions. What? For whom? For Lee. For questions. Me? Questions for Lee. All right. Lee, here's your first question. Squap. How old were you when you saw this movie first? Well, I actually, um, I think I saw this movie for the first time maybe like five or six years ago. Have you seen David Lynch's movies in order or just throughout? No, not in order. Um, Dune was actually the first one that I saw because my dad was a fan of that movie. That makes sense. It's definitely, yeah. I mean, yeah, it's 80s sci-fi. It's definitely a dad movie, I guess. Well, Uh, what was... So five years ago, you said? mm Mm-hmm. Or like six years ago. So where was Lee? It was kind of the end tales of like your movie bonanza because that's right around when you had to start working for Reelsy Reels. Yeah. When you had to start becoming fully self-sufficient. Mm-hmm. So this was on that end, Tales. I could see... Oh, so, okay, this is why you watched this movie. You were depressed. Yeah. I, I remember Lee back then. Lee, That was Moody Lee. I mean, Lee's been moody throughout the years, but <laughs> that was definitely... Because that was when you were like, I don't have no money. <laughs> and just like, yeah, that was really... Yeah. And your, parent, uh, your family was really going through the shenanigans. That's... Pretty sad, yeah. But then it got better. But, uh, yeah, I watched this movie on uh, Turner Classic Movies, actually. Of course. Um, and it, yeah, the they were doing like a... don't know what that is. <sighs> Unfortunately. 
I always liked it though because they would show the movie. They they never had commercials. Nope, it was just a movie and an old guy and it was, going. And it was uncut. <laughs> yep, rest in peace. That yeah, guy. Yeah, he would just introduce the movie, and then like in the end, he would just say something about the movie, and then introduce the next one. <laughs> I know. It would just be classics and like old war movies. Yeah, just yeah, just movies that are considered classic movie. A lot of movies from like the. 40s and the 30s, 50s, 50s yeah. the golden age of cinema, as they call, as they say. Yeah. Um, but they also show movies from like the 70s and 80s. The more artsy ones. The ones more cult classics. Cult classics. Movies that won Oscars. Um. So yeah, that's that's when I saw it. I'd always kind of wanted to see it. What was your thoughts of it when you first saw it? Well, at first I was like, huh, that was weird. <laughs> I was like, I knew it wasn't going to have like a coherent story because I had, I mean, I was already familiar with David Lynch at that point. Um, Did you like David Lynch at that point? I liked, I had a soft spot for Dune. I'll always have a soft spot for that movie. And then uh, I really like The Elephant Man, which is his second movie, which we'll watch soon not oh, soon but yeah, I've only know. seen bits and pieces years ago it's it's a great film actually like it's a legitimately great film it actually has a story and <laughs> you feel for the character I'll be a judge of that I don't know maybe you'll hate it um and then I really like his uh movie that he did after Dune was a huge flop um it's a movie called Blue Velvet which I think might be my favorite movie of his um We'll definitely watch that. Yeah. Uh, but before that, actually, I think I watched Mulholland Drive, and I was like, fuck you. <laughs> fuck this movie. I'll have to read up on it when we get to that point and skip it. Yeah. All right. Um, what, what, you were, I think you already said it, but what was your favorite scene in this movie? It was a dinner, right? Yeah, it's definitely my favorite scene. Your dad's scene. the favorite character. You kept saying how much you love the dad when we were watching it. I mean, that was... He, would, he had this really weird scene where he just s- asked Henry something like, what do you do? And he just smiles at him. Because <laughs> he'll say... But he, like, does every single time he says something, he then just stares. Yeah, I think I was like... I was just cracking up during He's that scene. He's just dead inside. It's like, He was like making fun of like dads of the time. And that's sort of what the... Again... The nuclear family. That's what the movie's about. It's about the fear of fatherhood because David Lynch, I think, had just uh, had his uh, his daughter, and he was also making, I think, kind of like making poking like holes in the whole nuclear family. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Which was already starting to fall apart at that time. He was, you know, he was a child of the fifties, and that's sort of reflected in the rest of his his work. Mm. Um, he deals a lot with like sort of like the suburban. Uh, like on the surface, you know, it's all like clean and everybody's nice and everything, but then there's a dark underbelly. Yeah, you know? this it also reminded me a lot of Fallout Four, a lot of Fallout Four stories hey, and stuff. Maybe these games took inspiration. I'm from sure they did. They're the same Head. generation, or like generations that would have grown up watching him and stuff. Um, if they liked that shit. Well, then, since we know your favorite, what's your what was your favorite kind of like thing of this movie? Well, yeah, I really like the sound design. Um, 
I think it that's what gives this movie honestly it gives this movie it's I that's the first thing I kind of think about is just that that constant noise mm-hmm. that industrial drone I think my fucking time with ASMR helped me drying it out because I told you like I didn't notice it all much like I didn't like there was no it didn't I didn't hear this well, annoying loud sound unless I really paid attention to it. Well, the thing is, it's it's kind of weird because uh, David Lynch uh, practices something called uh, transcendental meditation. Um, I'm not sure. Ex- I probably should have read up on it more, but I'm not sure. Some white people frou-frou shit. Some Eastern Tibetan frou-frou meditation. But it feels very asmr too because there's a lot of like scenes where it's just like a... So I think all that stuff is Mouth supposed sound. to kind of be like meditative in a way. Yeah, a lot of ASMR is supposed to be like that too. So I guess that's where maybe ASMR got some of its aspects. That's so weird. Yeah, Racer like all my what YouTube, a trailblazer! All my YouTube like knowledge helped protect me from this. <laughs> um. Well, Lee, what would you? Um. We'll go with you first. What would you rate this movie? We're going to do the rating already? You're not going to ask, like, what, what my least... What do you ask? You got something to say? You usually ask me, like, what my least favorite Oh, I thought I did for some reason. <laughs> no, you just blew well, past it, sir. I wonder... Uh, maybe I know what it is. What's your, uh, well, what's your least <laughs> favorite part of this movie? Okay, it's the part where his head... Like falls off, and it just uh, randomly. There's like a pool of blood, and the baby's head comes out, and it goes, <laughs> uh, and then you know we have that. Do and then this weird scene where the little boy who looks like a twenties like newspaper picks it up <laughs> like it's nothing, and the old man's like, no, no, give it back. <laughs> and then what? And he's like, you did good, Johnny. Like who is this fucking nineteen twenties like mafia boss out of nowhere? Well, that scene's kind of funny. There is that one part though, when he's like that dude at the front desk is like hitting the buzzer a bunch of times, yeah. and then the guy comes out and he's like, "Okay, Paul." I know it's so <laughs> out of place in this movie. It's very silly, um, but other than that, it's just like I I don't really know what what he's going for there i think it, that at that point he's kind of going off into like acid david land. lynch took uh, too many tabs of acid oh, he didn't he wasn't really much of a he knew that it would drug user oh yeah he's all yeah he's already a weirdo uh if he i don't know what he would be doing if <laughs> he wasn't a filmmaker or an artist he'd probably be a i don't know not probably a savory, homeless or dead not a savory character he'd be homeless or dead a lot of artists would be if they didn't have their art. And um, if he wasn't so, he didn't persevere. Or he'd be just he like did. a dead drone in our society. Just like, you know. Oh, yeah, the one thing I, yeah, so I don't really, yeah, that scene is just, uh, you know, David Lynch, ooh, stuff. It's sort of what I don't like. It's like the one, like the the aspect of Mulholland Drive that I don't like. Hmm. Like, that's all that movie is. It's like nothing makes sense. <laughs> Every scene is like, why did that happen? Why did that happen? <laughs> yeah. And I think Eraserhead has... 
There's an overall, like, what the fuck's going on with this baby? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. that's the plot. Like, what's this baby? <laughs> like, yeah, that's a theme that sort of ties everything together. The Holland Ride, I think, is just like, oh, what does it mean? And, and like, every film critic just like, jerks off over it. <laughs> and David Lynch fans really love it. And that's because it's, that's the one they don't like. Although I haven't seen all of his movies. But the one thing, yeah, that I was going to mention, like, the reason why this movie was a, a box office success was there was this thing back in the early to mid, or just the basically the end of the 70s, where uh, they would have midnight screenings of these, like, weird, like, cult, like, art movies. Um, and it was actually, like, a, it was really successful. Uh, Rocky Horror Picture Show is one of the attractions. Because mm. originally, like, it it bombed when it got released, like, kind of... Yeah, mainstream people were like, what the fuck is... But then they started doing midnight showings, and then it kind of, it recouped its budget that way. It became a cult success. Okay. Wish we'd do that nowadays, too. That'd be kind of cool. But then as an adult, like, who has the time to go to a midnight, per, like, shows, showing? I'm like, I got to work at, like, nine. I got to sleepy, sleep, sleep. Like, but, like, God, yeah, yeah, they don't even do midnight premieres no more. Especially COVID killed that. Couple Harry Potter ones. Um, didn't we do it for something else? Batman. This third one. Oh, Dark Knight Rises. Were you there for that no, one? I wasn't. I actually went to an early morning screening. Yeah, I think you were going with your. Uh, yeah, so you didn't. Uh, Batman Begins in the Dark Knight, and wow, we're talking about <laughs> Batman now. <laughs> so I guess it's wrapping this. I guess it's time this movie to wrap short, it up. Really, not much to say other than like what. Who? Okay. Because <laughs> the movie just ends. Yeah. Kind of like this podcast. Oh, I'm just kidding. <laughs> that'd be, wouldn't that be funny? Uh, well, first, before we do that, I do want to hear what's your rating, Lee? Because I, I am interested in how much you like this movie. And uh, if it's going to be another Quentin Tarantino kind of deal, like I like to see what's I'm your favorite and what you're not. Did you like... Let me ask you one question, though. Okay. Questions Do, for Sterling. Questions <laughs> yeah, for questions Sterling. for st- 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 Sterling. Um, Do you like this movie more than Reservoir Dogs? Yes. Oh, I'd much rather is, watch Eraserhead. This than backfired <laughs> so badly. I'd much rather watch Reservoir or, uh, Eraserhead? Eraserhead than Reservoir Dogs. Because Reservoir Dogs was just so boring. You didn't Except think for the this one was fu- boring? No. Like ah! I told you, like, I didn't drag. It was like, it started, and it was like, all right, it's over. Because every scene was like, fuck. My God. But the only, like, like the only part that anything happened in that movie was the fucked up, like, cop scene, and I just didn't like that. <laughs> But everything else is like, they're just talking and nothing happens. They talk about a bunch of cool shit that happened. 
And then you're just like, okay, can we see any of that cool <laughs> shit? And they're like, no. You, know, you got Tim Roth just dying the whole time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then he doesn't, and then he does, but maybe he doesn't. Like, and then, like, everybody dies? And it's like, okay, whatever, <laughs> fuck this movie. That movie's poopy. But this movie, I'd, yeah, I'd much rather watch this ten times over. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, backfired hard, my buddy. That's yeah, so... we're comparing first movies to first movies. That's crazy, yeah. Yeah, because that movie was just boring. You're gonna be more. That's oh my god. You're gonna, gonna be more of a David more Lynch of a fan. David Lynch fan than a Tarantino. That'd be fan. funny if I do watch the one you hate of David Lynch. And I'm like, Mahalo oh, Lee, I just don't think Lee, you gotta rewatch. Oh. I don't think you understand. <laughs> there's one scene that there's you'll probably really love. Involves Naomi Watts and another woman. Holy, I am not a toxic male. You are, but right. time code me that. Um, <laughs> No, uh, but yeah, uh, yeah, I definitely do. I definitely do like it more. That's very interesting. That's so interesting to me. I really didn't think you would like this movie at all. I didn't either. All right, well, what is my rating? Um, it's This is a really hard movie to rate because it's just like... <sighs> I think it's sort of a mood movie. I don't know if I was in exactly the right mood to watch it. Maybe I was. That's so weird. That's another thing. It's also my first experience. Um, But, you know, this isn't tip. I, I don't really like movies that are like this. Like, just like, let's just forget having like the <laughs> most. Co- let's forget having a coherent narrative. And just let the visuals and the atmosphere take over. When that's done right, I really like it. And this movie, of course, you know, David Lynch, I think, is the master of that. So, oh, I want to give it, right now, honestly, I think I'll give it a seven. Seven? Yeah, which is weird. You know what? That's the same rating you gave. That's my boy. <laughs> we're just following a little too many trends this recently. This is really weird. <laughs> I think on IMDb though, I have it as an eight, but that just might have been the mood that I was in when, when I last first watched you were it. just like, "Shit, really got me thinking about the piles of dirt." <laughs> I didn't notice the piles of dirt, <laughs> but I did. <laughs> That's one thing I can appreciate about this uh, this recent screening of it is that I. Found a new detail that was interesting. I noticed more about this movie than Lee did. That's crazy. Eagle-eyed Sterling. <laughs> They're everywhere, man. Um, man, what can I say? I, I want to say I don't like it, but then like I kind of do like it. I definitely don't hate it. I definitely don't want to watch it again, but I especially don't like watching movies like that again. Right. I don't get anything from watching it a second time. I'm like, everything I know, the weirdness, it's just like a task now. Like, like it's not weird anymore. I already know what's going to fucking happen. Like, it's not obscure. Um, but that doesn't necessarily mean I like hate that movie. Um, I'm going to have to give this... It's a hard movie to rate. That's what I'm I like. I'm gonna about give it, it a six. That's wow. 
<laughs> it's above average. Yeah, I'm going to give it a six, closer to a seven than a five. Let's say that. I can't fully give it a seven because a seven is like where I like really enjoyed the experience. Mm-hmm. But I didn't. But like, I didn't hate it. That is just so fucking crazy. Especially if I'm comparing it to other movies you showed me and like what you expected from me. I really expected you to hate it. Not even just like, I don't know. It's like everything I, you thought I'd hate. It. You were like, oh, the baby. And like You were mumbling stuff. Like Every time I bring it up, you're like, oh, wait, you, you don't like babies. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, oh, it's going to be like the witch. No, you don't yeah. like awkward guys. I'm like, well, fucking uh, Walking Phoenix is 100,000 times more awkward than this guy. Yeah, I didn't cringe really at all at this movie. There was like, because like nothing lasts long enough to cringe at. The cringiest part was when he caught the hot chick fucking another dude. Or like she was about to go into another room. I stared at each other for a second and then he went in and then he did that whole kill the baby thing. <laughs> it's like what inspired him to kill the baby. Like, you're keeping me from her pussy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was like, oh, this movie's even. It's almost like this movie is a little like, like on that scale of like, oh, it's kind of stupid. It's kind of like Biodome. It's kind of like Bucky it's, Larson. It's kind of like nonsense, but like with a tint of like, but it's in black and white. So <laughs> it's you know, it's smart. It's like if there's a giant worm coming out of his butt. <laughs> His sperm looks like giant worms. And there's a scene where he's pulling it out of his like wife who's like next to him having like a fucking stroke. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, oh shit, is this comically pulling tubes of like worms out of her vagina? Like she's like stuck in the sheets. Yeah, and she's like having like a he's like, get off me. Stop it. And she's like over. dying. He has no idea he like jizzed himself while he was sleeping. Move over. His sperm is like literally eating her from the inside out. And he's just like, can you just like not touch me, bitch? Like, <laughs> I thought she was going to knock him off the bed. I thought she was going to just die. I thought she would say one more thing before she left our lives in that movie. But like, she just nah, kind of had that. And then just, there's the really awkward scene when she's trying to get her suitcase from underneath the bed. Oh, yeah. And she's just crying because she kicked. <laughs> and it goes like, on for like three minutes. I was, so, I was just like, that's so stupid. I was just like, yeah. I was a little bit like, fuck the suitcase. I don't need it. Like, <laughs> it was such an awkward scene. Because it's like she like was at the door and then she was like, oh, and like she came back in and he's like, you going to say something? And then she just kind of did that. At first it just looked like she was just crying at the foot of his bed. Uh, yeah. Like, Why is she doing this? And then, then she pulled her suitcase out. But yeah, I give it a nice six. Um, wow, surprise of the year! And I also we complete I completely forgot to pick a movie for next week. But don't worry, I remembered that in the beginning of the podcast. So I was thinking about it while we we're going on, and I already have the perfect movie. Since this was gonna, this was leading. This was supposed to be a retaliation retaliation strike against me for that's my boy. Even though that's my boy was never supposed to be a devastating attack like it was. And then this ended up not being attack at all for Lee. So the war's over. We're going back to our normal just regular programming of I want to show you this movie. Um, and I want to... I don't think there's a way you hate this movie. Um, I think you might even like like it. 
this might be one of those sleeper romance comedies that you might like. Oh. Um, and we're going to be watching She's Out of My League. See, that's what I mean. It's either going to be a, like, Leaves is like, oh, I didn't really know anything about this movie. And he'll keep making the joke of, like, I can't even remember anything. That's what Lee always does when he really wants to let me know that he thought nothing of my movie. Not when he hates it, because if he hates it, he's going to remember every second of it. And he's going to hate me for the fact that he remembers every second of it. Yeah. And if he likes it, he'll li- he'll remember it because he likes it. But, like, when, like, he really wants to just... You know, this movie is so just beneath me. I can't even make the memory connections to remember it. It's you know, I literally, I literally watched it two hours ago. Like, he'll say always that shit. We literally watched it like two days ago. I even remember the title, man. I'm like, fuck you. I don't know the title. But like... <laughs> <laughs> but like that, it could end up being one of those movies, or it's gonna be like a step up, where like you might like it, where it's just like, oh, you're like, oh, oh, because it's not like it's a comedy, but it's not like a <laughs> like in your fucking face kind of comedy. It's yeah. more like subtle. It's just a rom com, okay, with a little more comedy because of the cast that it has. It's got T.J. Miller. It's got the white dude that's yeah, in things. Like Jay Burrishell, whatever yeah. his name is. Yeah, yeah. Fucking James Franco's less popular friend. Um or <laughs> Seth Green's less popular friend. <laughs> Seth Rogan. I'm terrible with names. We all know it. Get over it. Gonna be. Um but yeah, uh hope you look forward to watching that next week or talking about it. Um we hope you watch that before next week. Come don't uh, help you kind of with the spoilers. Um leave down in the comments below what you thought about this week's movie. What are your ideas about a Razorhead? Do you think it's a, a cult classic? Do you think it's an artsy fartsy partsy? Uh do you hate it? Do you like it? Let us know down in the comments. We'd love to kind of have some interaction down there. Uh, as always, please rate, review, and share the podcast. It's the easiest way to help us out. Um, the more ratings we have, the more comments we interactions they see we got going on, some more shares. You know, the algorithm sees that shit and picks it up and sends it to people. Um, Booty bop, boop, 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 boop. Bit bop, bit. It's the 22s. Uh, and you can follow us on Instagram at It's Not the Worst Movie Ever Pod. We post like some. We post weekly content in our stories, all just about films and movies. Do a couple posts throughout the week, kind of just letting you know about the podcast, any big announcements, things like that. Um, but yeah, that's about it. We hope you like this movie. Uh, we hope you like this podcast. Uh, we don't hope you like this movie, but we hope you enjoyed <laughs> this podcast. We hope you. Did you uh, say you hope you didn't like this movie? Well, we don't hope you enjoyed it, and we hope you didn't not enjoy it. We just hope oh. that's not what the point of the podcast is. Oh, of course. I just misspoke. Yeah. Uh, but we, did, we do hope you enjoyed the podcast. Yes, And of we uh, look forward to talking to you next week, and goodbye. Get off your fucking phone.